Hello. And we're back. We are back for episode three. Episode three of Quentin and Abby. I'm Quentin. I'm Abby. And uh, we are your co-host. Hurst. <laughs> <laughs> we are your co-host for, for the podcast. Q and A. Q and A. It's Do time. It, what's what's the time for? Q and A. We have a question <laughs> and, and an we answer. Got some <laughs> okay, Abby. How how are you doing? How how has everything been for you? Um, uh, everything's been interesting since our last podcast, to say I the least. I know it's been a while. It's been it's been a while, and it's been very like I said, interesting. I feel like a lot of a lot has happened. So much has happened. I'm trying to like remember when we actually sat down and recorded our last podcast, like because it's definitely been well over a week. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I remember posting being like, we uploaded another episode. Oh, no, it's been, like, yeah, definitely over a week. Yeah. How about this? Let's take a moment to just kind of talk about maybe two or three things that has transpired since our last podcast, just to, like, fill everyone in. Great. Nose goes. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) I volunteered Abby. Well, uh, I don't uh, (laughs) need... Or do you want me to go? Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing was, like, Beyond at the Gorge. Yes. You know? Yep. Um, so if people don't know out there, Beyond Wonderland at the Gorge Amphitheater in Washington, there was, uh, I was there performing and there was a, um, uh, a shooting at the campsite and that like energy really sat with me heavy for the past week. And I'm finally moving through that energy because it was just a very interesting experience. It was tantalizing. Again, to say the least. And it was just... It was definitely a little traumatizing because, like, we sat for, like, two hours not knowing anything. And the company did the best with what they knew how to do. Um, but, yeah, so that happened. I've kind of been laying low besides that, just kind of taking class and, like, you know, moving through energy. And we're slowly making our way back to, like, my normal headspace. Yeah. I it mean, also didn't help that I started my period that day, too. So, oh, my God, my emotions were just everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> it was everywhere. But I remember, like, we were having conversations because it was even some time since we had conversation. And, like, we were talking in the whole nine yards. And I remember turning to you and just being like, this is something that can... It's almost like a character development moment. Like, I know on TikTok, if you guys are on TikTok, like... There's a lot of TikToks that pop up on my feed where it's like, I can't disturb what's going on because it's a canon event. Like, it's a moment in which, like, you learn as a young adult, as an artist, whatever you want to call it, that through hardships and trials that are kind of unforeseen, like, they're they're unplanned and they just kind of come out of nowhere where you lie and sit with all of this information, whether it's in your control or not, and how you find yourself moving forward or maybe being okay and being slightly dormant Mm -hmm. in these types of situations you know you know what didn't help was the fact that that happened and right before i started a book called becoming bulletproof like and a secret service agent wrote it and it talked about like taking these steps to be like extra cautious and and like basically like making sure your house is safe making sure you're safe in all scenarios and then this event happened i was like listen universe yeah i i hear you way too loudly right now like this is not okay so like starting to read that book my mind just went everywhere but yeah it's actually funny you say that because like i knew those performers for three four hours right but like we got so close so fast and it's interesting like sometimes in traumatic situations how like barriers and boundaries kind of like diminish and you become so close to people because like you're experiencing this situation together oh my god yeah and it's it's crazy how fast those things can like bond you yeah absolutely and you don't need any more like time and i remember i mean i remember telling you this too where i'm like i don't even know how i would handle the situation like i remember when we were talking and i was like Abby, at what point did, like, someone educate you or teach you, like, the protocol in regards to something traumatic like this, like, a course of action, a plan, an agenda, or whatever? Like, you kind of went in there completely raw and, like, unpromptedly, this just kind of came out of nowhere. Hang on, wait. This is going to bring us right into our question. Uh, Go for it. Take it away. Because, like, I don't think that way. I don't think, like, the worst case scenario. Totally. Um, I don't think, like, I need to be prepared for this. 
all the time. Truth. And I don't know if that's like ignorance, but it's just like, that's just not how my mind works. My mind doesn't work like, what if? Mine, my mind works is like, we're going to have the best day ever. Period. Like all the time. Yes. So like, it brings me to the question because the question was going to be. Yes. Do you lead with love or do you lead with fear? Do yeah. you operate from a place of love or do you operate from a place of fear? Like you're either running away from something or you're running towards something. And so like. But even with the running, it could either be in love or in fear. Exactly. Like you could run towards something out of fear or you can run away from something with fear. Yeah. And vice versa. Like you could love someone so much, but you're running away from a circumstance because you you realize that it's not serving anymore and you let go with love or you're running headfirst like a bullet train into the situation because of love. Exactly. You know, it's just, it's a fascinating thing where like you take these two expressions and you place them at their absolute core. And it's really crazy. Like what you can find yourself doing in these moments. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But it's just funny to me because I don't think that way. Now my brain is a little bit different, but it's just like, how do you so then how do you marry both right because it's like how do you go to, to an event like that and you have to be aware of that happening but not fear it because totally. there was a point where we were like really afraid yeah you know and but how do you like operate moving forward with like i'm not afraid of bad things happening or like i am a bad afraid of bad things happening but also like you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, something that popped into my brain just now is the concept of, like, conscious and subconscious or, like, things that are happening in the moment and then things that you digest and think about after with retrospection and reflection in the whole nine yards. I feel like that is kind of, or at least in my brain, how you marry fear and love where, like, a traumatic situation could be taking place right now in your conscious mind mm -hmm. and there's only so many things that you can do and it isn't until you're out of that situation whether it's a, a, a brief moment of trauma or even a long term of trauma or whatever the case may be, but you're able to step aside and kind of go through it in a way and you find those moments of like, that was a lesson mm -hmm. or that was actually really, really important. Mm -hmm. Did it hurt? Absolutely. But it made me a stronger person. And those are kind of situations in which it's like, wait, this was this was beneficial. This was love. This was something, even though the, it kind of it's kind of like a lotus flower. Like everyone uses this fucking metaphor, but it's like it's it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous flower that's created through the muck, through the mud, through the swamp, through the gunk, uh -huh. whatever that case may be, where it's like sometimes you could be in this gunk mm -hmm. and you could be in this disgusting atmosphere right but it's kind of what you choose to like yes it may be nasty and gross but the amount of minerals and and vitamins and all of these healthy nutrients from the soil from the mud from all of oh these my god things. are we back on a plant analogy i well I <laughs> yes from last week's episode yes we are on the plant analogy but it's just it's life imitates art life is nature you know and it's one of those things where it's like some people could just look at the mud and be like Right. That's gross. Right. Or there's other people that are just like, this mud is creating so much nourishment and protection and all of the things that you need. And that is what separates someone who stays under the mud or someone that gets out of the mud and then starts to bloom. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's just a moment in which it's all about perspective. It's It's all about, and it's not something that you do by yourself. Like you can have other people to help you with that. But I think the most growth tend, tends to come and, and strives from you kind of doing that work. Mm -hmm. Like you can be given the resources, kind of going back to, you know, tending your garden, the resources and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, you, you always have to come back to a place of love. I think you should leave or finish or be at the end of love always triumphing mm -hmm. that wasn't the word but you know what i'm trying to say <laughs> like love triumphs all if that makes sense oh yeah no it does i think it's also just like how do you lead with love or like run towards love but also you have to be prepared you know what i mean it's the same thing of like like I said, my brain doesn't work that way. But now, yeah. like, I have to think, like, yes, I'm so excited to go to this event, but I'm also going to take note of where all of the exits are now. I'm also going to take note of what I brought with me to the event totally. because it's, like, I want to leave with love and I want to believe the best, but also, like, shit happens, man. But it's also, so it's like, like, 
I feel like that's already improvement right there that you're already making these precautions and you're already like making a list and the whole nine yards because before or beyond you didn't make a list you didn't you didn't no I didn't care at all exactly because I just wanted to be optimistic but like is that ignorance or is that being optimistic but then I think like I want to be that person that believes good things are going to happen but I don't want to be again blinded to like the possibility that it might not happen I don't know why this came to my brain Um, I'm going to bring up the story that um, someone scammed me you know what I'm talking about right no you're looking at me with the blank stare. Uh, you should start talking about uh, it and it'll all come back yeah, like yeah. Celine Dion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming back. It's all coming back. I digress. Um, so there was a moment where um, I was on Facebook Marketplace and I was selling something. I won't go m- too much into the details, but um, I was talking to someone and they were like, oh my gosh, like I really want this, blah, blah, blah. And I was already talking to like other people as well. But like something in me was kind of like, let me help this person in particular and like other people were like offering me like more numbers bigger numbers for this item that I was trying to sell but for some reason my gut was just like this is the person that you're going to sell this thing to and I was like oh okay yeah that's like totally fine like whatever and you know we were going through Zell and the whole nine yards and long story short um she she they him whoever the case may be um they end up scamming me and i i paid them money instead of them paying me money wait i don't think i don't know if you told me the story really yeah we'll we'll get more into the details because there's just some info that doesn't everyone doesn't need to know about but i remember like talking to my mom and talking to my family and my roommate and the whole nine yards and something like especially that my roommate told me was which was kind of like the the diamond in the rough type of situation or like the silver lining where that he was like you know what maybe that person needed the money more than you did and to right. just to be fully transparent like i'm kind of a starving artist like i am establishing <laughs> myself in las vegas and like any form of income that i have is definitely a it's it's a it's an it's a, an accomplishment like i need Amen. to like have praise and and be like yes i have this and then when all of a sudden it's just like gone right I, like stripped away from you just out of naivety i'm over here like i needed that money but when he was like maybe they needed it more than you did now my brain kind of shifted into respect of like i was a good person in the situation where like I was not looking at greed. I wasn't looking at a higher dollar sign and I was going to help this person out. Right. I'm not trying to also paint myself as a hero. That's literally what I'm not trying to do. But I like tells me differently. Truth. <laughs> but it's, it's one of those situations though, that with all of that and me trying to be a good person and a better person in the whole nine yards that I was taken advantage of. I was, robbed essentially and it just kind of goes back to like good people like bad things happen to good people and that's inevitable um and those are things that are like completely out of your control and you have no say over but at the end of the day i can sit back and just be like no i'm i'm a good person like i was doing that out of love i was doing that out of compassion i was doing that hopefully out of understanding because i was like this person wants this artifact this item and yeah, this is the decision that I'm going to make. And then they were the ones that took advantage of the situation. Um, and it was a learning curve. Like I, I've never, <laughs> it was a bad introduction into Facebook marketplace. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I, I have a little bit of PTSD from the situation now, but that being said, bad things happen to good people. And I never for one second was like this person scamming me until it was already too late, you know, right. but moving forward now I'm over here like, you best believe that we are meeting in person. I'm collecting dinero in cash. Like oh, there's just yeah. all of these steps that I have to take just from this little moment right. of me being optimistic or being like, Oh, I, you know, I'm looking at the bright side of life and you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of the situations where it, it wasn't until after the hurt and pain essentially, or the grit that I'm like, now I know. I learned I learned better and now I have this new pers- this new look on life. Right. It's like I I like keep reminding myself and something that I've definitely lear- learned recently is that you can like lead with love but also like bring a shield or like bring boundaries. Oh, you absolutely. know what I mean? Like it just because you have boundaries doesn't mean it's not love and not optimistic. Totally. Like just because like I'm going to make sure I know where all the exits are. 
doesn't right. mean that I'm not optimistic that the night's going to go great. Exactly. You know, like at this moment, we're working a gig with each other in mm-hmm. the next few days. But like you bet your bottom dollar that I am going to show up to this <laughs> event and be aware of if shit hits the fan. I want to know where two exits are. And I mean, and it's it's kind of a sad and thing. And Q, I'm going to tell you. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you where they are. Oh, you already know that I'm going <laughs> to know exactly where they are before you even tell me because I'm going to be on the same page as you. But that being said, it, it's kind of a moment where it's a little saddening. It is a That we saddening. have to like take these precautions in this world. And like right. these are situations that are possibilities, you know. And it, it's a moment in which you have to ask yourself, do you focus on all that negativity? Do you exactly. focus on the what ifs? Right. Because the what ifs could be great things and the what ifs could be terrorizing things, you know. But at the end of the day, all of those what ifs are really out of our control. Like exactly. it, it's our brain trying to create uh, a sense of maybe normalcy is the word that I'm looking for. Like we're trying to make an outcome because we're just, we're beings of pattern. So, like, this is just a pattern that we like find ourselves in of like looking for something or like wanting a result right now in this moment, having resolution. And it could be a good obstacle and challenge to just be like, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to live in it and I'm going to be it and whatever comes, comes, you know, which kind of brings me into like what we were talking about before the podcast of like, what are we going to talk about? And Abby was like, Abby was sharing about being on Beyond, right? Like, so my... What I've been up to literally these past two weeks. Oh, is, yeah. It's been two you weeks. You didn't get to say anything. So. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that's totally fine. Like, I love that we're, like, getting into this nitty-gritty moment. Um, but, like, the past two weeks, I've kind of had a completely different situation. Like, I had my aerial show. It was amazing. It was a fantastic opportunity. I got to perform aerial pole for the first time, which was Yay. a huge milestone for me. Um you know, just being fully transparent. Um, I trained aerial in high school. And then when I graduated, I stopped. So I graduated high school 2016. And it is currently 2023. So it's been seven years, literally seven years, since I've last not only performed aerial, but done really aerial in front, like just in general, you know. So that, that was a huge milestone for me, not only on a completely new apparatus, that I've been training on for quite some time. You know, friends coming out of town to see me, friends in town coming to see me. Thank you, Abby, for coming to see Uh, and supporting. You know, we only had four shows, but the first show we had, we sold over 70 tickets. The second show we had, we sold over almost 100 tickets. And then the last two shows, we were completely sold out where I had friends being like, hey, what's the link again? And I'm like, sorry, we're completely sold out for both weekends. So Q's living his best life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and this isn't a moment of like tooting my own horn, but it's it's just a mo- it's it's an opportunity in which I've been working extremely hard. And there's moments as artists where you're constantly working extremely hard, and there there comes a sense of like numbing, where you just kind of do it because you love it, and you're not expecting like a result right away. Like we're constantly training and we're constantly doing. Um, and the, but sometimes there's those moments where you get the gratification. So then are you doing it because you're running towards something like you love it? Like oh, I absolutely. Do it be, w- w- or do you fear not being good enough? Not not like not being good enough in like an insecurity way, but like like there's a lot of times that I do shit because I fear of being um, not at the like highest level I want to totally. be. Totally. You know, so I understand where you're coming from. Um I, went, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast, but I went on a spiritual retreat and it was, I want we're going to talk about that on a completely different episode. So I can't even remember because it's been two weeks if I mentioned this at all. Um, but my mind just completely opened from the person that I was into the person that I am now. And it's, that's a very, like, very, it's a huge thing to say within two weeks. Like We love character development. Honestly. And it was a moment where, I remember first living here and and living in a sense of fear where it's like if I'm not training every day or if I'm not working towards my craft or craft or if I'm not networking or if I'm not working, you know, if I'm not gigging, if I'm not doing this, then I'm not living up to my fullest potential. And it wasn't until after this retreat that I was on where my mindset completely changed into like, hold on, you're doing all this because you love it. And at the end of the day, you would continue to do it even if you didn't have work even if you didn't book the job, 
even if you weren't getting paid, even if everyone in your corner or around you is like, you were the worst at this X, Y, Z, you were still going to do it because you love it that much. And it's the overarching reason to why you're doing this craft. And I feel like the minute I kind of stepped into that power and into that, that perspective and, and truth, I had a completely different outlook on life where I'm over here being like, I accomplished my show and I went on a huge audition and I literally got an email today saying that I'm being considered for it, which was amazing. And like I said, living best life. Yes. But it was also, it wasn't until that, that perspective change where I'm over here, like I'm talented. I I've done the work. I I'm doing what I love. I am surrounding myself with the best people possible and me oh (laughs) of course of course of course but it's at the end of the day it's a situation where I'm over here like I'm taking so many things for granted because of the what ifs I'm I'm not living fully because I'm over here like well I don't have a full-time job I don't even have a fucking part-time job like full (laughs) transparency y'all full (laughs) transparency I've lived here seven months and I've had three gigs four gigs that's it (laughs) like that's it but I still did it. I still am trying. I'm still going. And now all of a sudden, like the sh- next phase of 2023, the, the, the next half July on, like oh my God. I'm literally, wow. we're in, uh, we're approaching month seven of 2023, which is redonkulous to me. But it's a moment where I'm like looking at the rest of my year and I'm like, I'm going to be very busy. Like I, I can fully yeah, then say I'm booked and blessed. And it's not of a sense of cockiness. It's not from a sense of like boastfulness. Because I remember when we were when we started record before we recorded, I was like, I don't want to come across like I'm boasting about my accomplishments. Because there's a fine line in regards to like arrogance and confidence. There is, but there isn't. Truth. Because you're not asking for the applause. I never. You're you're sharing because it's it's facts and it's your experience and like. That's what happened to you. And therefore you are sharing it. Yeah. And it was welcomed to be shared. And you don't need to apologize or pretend that that's not important, valid, and seen. Truth. It's funny. I don't remember what I saw this on. So it was either like Instagram or TikTok or some social media platform where it talked about moments of like personal growth and like doing things for yourself in a in a healthy healing way is confidence in the beginning when you're lacking confidence and you start doing things in confidence to others it's going to seem as being selfish like you sticking up for yourself and having self-confidence even to yourself may feel like you're being selfish mm-hmm. um i th- there was another example that they gave that i remembered 20 seconds ago that I'm not remembering now but essentially like humility may come off as cockiness in the beginning when you're not used to being humble but also uh, you're you're accomplished you know it's a sense of being like I've worked this hard absolutely like just that term in itself like I deserve it like it could be it could be interpreted as oh my gosh like he's being so arrogant he's being very cocky in regards to like he deserves it like what has he done as opposed to like i've done all of this and i deserve it you know like there's a there's a fine line and it also goes to show the people that are in your circle they will understand exactly where you're coming from if they know you can i share with you an analogy that just popped into my head is that does that have to do with plants <laughs> no <laughs> then i don't want to hear it i'm just kidding um the stars don't apologize for their shine right And there's countless more of those in the sky than there are people on Earth. And if the stars don't have to apologize for their shine, you certainly don't have to. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? (laughs) Philosopher Abby. Thanks. I'm going to put you up there with Socrates. (laughs) Okay. And and Aristotle. (laughs) But it was just like, as you were talking talking about that, like, it's so fucking true. Like, there's literally, and I say that because we're literally sitting outside right now, guys. Like, looking up at, like, the stars. I was like, like, should we do this podcast outside? And I was like, (laughs) yes, in the hammock. And and then I was like, can the both of us fit? And she's like, we're going to. (laughs) But, like, looking at the stars, it's like, yeah, there's so many of them out there. And, like, it 
goes into the mindset of like people think that if you shine there's not going to be shine for anybody else and it's like no there's mm. countless amounts of yeah. opportunity so just because one person is full of light doesn't mean the next person can't be right you know like just because this is your path doesn't mean that like somebody else can't have a, a, a equally as awesome path totally. or equally as awesome opportunity but it'll just be different yeah and it's funny like i shared this information i won't get too like nitty-gritty into the details but i just find it interesting like like as a circus person like i'm auditioning for a role and i'm very looking for, i'm very much looking forward to the audition and just being a part of the process and there's just some people that don't know you Mm-hmm. And we'll just talk negatively well, and that's about you. That goes back. And if you are telling people out of loving what you do, like that's going to shine through for the purest. Right. But if you're telling people about what you're doing out of fear of not being seen, then of course that's going to come off like arrogant and shitty. Right. And because just, you're not doing it from a good place. And it's so fascinating because like w- I would say we're pretty woke for like our age you know but it's a sense of Hashtag like gen z <laughs> best gen just kidding um but it's essentially like there are people that just talk out of fear yeah like they move out of fear whether it's fear from another person or fear within themselves right. and i'm over here sitting like why can't we let's just all get along like we all have talents we yeah. all have skills we all have things that like make us individuals that like i can't do and that's why it's so amazing that you can do it because that's something that I'm lacking and vice versa, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm just, I'm just sitting here like as almost like a little puppy dog, just being like, I'm so excited to be in this space and oh my <laughs> gosh. And I'm just creating an amazing work environment and like, yeah. I'm excited for what's to come and blah, blah. And right. it's kind of like a moment where I hope that 10 years, 15 years, 20 years from now when I'm pursuing my, my career and like living in my truth that I always remember this moment that we're sitting here right now in regards to like, am I making this decision out of fear? Or am I making decision out of love? Am I talking to this person out of fear? Or am I talking out of this person out of love? Am I doing what I want to do out of fear? Or am I doing what I do because of love? Am I mm-hmm. teaching the next generation, then the next round, the next kin, whatever the case may be. It's like at the end of the day, at the root, it should always be like, is it out of love or is it out of fear? Amen. You know? And that's honestly like, all and it's so bare minimum it's literally the bare minimum just like asking yourself that question like why are you doing what you're doing but also like what's what's fueling you totally and it's also surrounding yourself with the right people that are fueling that same mindset Mm -hmm. you know because nothing's worse than a debbie downer and nothing's worse than sorry debbie you're not invited yeah debbie you're out of here on wednesdays we don't hang out (laughs) (laughs) that was so stupid (laughs) what was that oh no but it's one of those moments where if you're if you surround yourself with people that are like-minded are healthy can kind of give you constructive criticism you know these are all moments and we're like we're just creating a even more simplified and gorgeous version of yourself yeah. You feel Con- me? Yeah. Constructive criticism in the way of like. Like. Here, I have a perfect example. Okay, great. <laughs> you can tell that I couldn't find words there. That's totally fine. Because, I mean, I feel like our thoughts are slightly all over the place. So I, I apologize because I just go all over the place. So I'm not a, I'm not going to apologize for Abby. I'm just apologizing for myself because <laughs> I just go everywhere. Um, but something that I learned from my mother in particular is tough love. Oh, amen. There's a time for tough love and there's a moment for soft love. Mm -hmm. Um, But the beauty of it comes from the uncertainty and when it's coming. Because there has to be a moment where the constructive criticism is backed by love. Mm -hmm. Or not just that. I feel like, like as a parent, let me say from my mother's perspective, like speaking on my mom, she always, always comes from love. Hands down. Always, 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 always. But me receiving it on the other end, it's me learning how to receive it with love and to hear what she's saying and how it stems from love first. 
Ooh, that's a whole nother topic. You know what because I'm saying? You can operate from either love or fear, but how do you receive your information? Because you can also s- receive the information through the lens of fear. Right. Or through the lens of love. Oh, absolutely. <gasps> There's both sides to the coin. Ba-dum-tsh. Oh my goodness. I, I didn't know. even think about that. I'll be here all week. Oh, and it's a God. moment like my mom. She was a single mom, you know, the whole nine yards. She played both mom and dad. I love my dad. Dad, you're great. Love you. But it's just one of those things where at times where like things got difficult in regards to, you know, maturing and, and understanding situations and and making good decisions. My mom typically was the one that was like, there was always two sides of the story and then some and then you're allowed to make your decision. Right. And it wasn't until I was older that I started to realize that holy shit, like all these sacrifices and things that my mom has done has always been out of love. And it's almost, I don't want to say as parents, but I'll once again speak for my mom. It's her parenting us, her children, hoping that one day we'll realize all of the love, even in these harsh decisions and these and choices that she's had to make where it always stemmed from love. And going back to love and fear, she was fearful at times as well, mm-hmm. but still decided to move in love. Right. You know, and now being 25 years old, don't get me wrong. Like I still go back and forth on whether I want kids, but hypothetically, if I do have kids, it's nice knowing at this moment that I know exactly when she says, you'll understand when you have kids, I can kind of have a glimpse. I have a somewhat understanding of what she means in regards to, she will literally drop everything that she's doing to make sure that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Like, she may not be doing okay, but she'll find it inside of herself to, like, pass on that love until I feel good. Right. You know? So, it's it's a fascinating situation where, with tough love, you find yourself questioning, where's the love? And that's kind of, like, the homework that you have to do as an individual. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. And I think that's also, like, that's then that that's a um, equal point is that are you operating from love or fear but also like taking in information and taking in the situation to say like okay is this am I going to receive this information through the lens of love or through the lens of fear if I'm like you know offended and angry maybe I just received that information through the lens of fear because I fear that they don't believe in me or something of the sort. Right. Instead of being like, okay, well, maybe seeing it through the lens of love being like, okay, well, maybe they just had a really bad day. And, like, finding that, like, understanding. Um, and that doesn't, like, condone what they do. But that still is, like, at the end of the day, I feel like that brings you a little bit more peace. Absolutely. You know, of looking at it being like, yeah, well, they... How would love look at it? You know, would love like understand it? Um, Or would love say, you know, I'm going to set this aside right now and maybe I'll have to come back to it. And I think all those points are valid. Right. You know, like there's no one way. Right. And it's exploring what's the best way Mm -hmm. in that moment. Right. Because there's some things where you're like, great, moving on. Like Mm -hmm. I understood. I understand. And then there's others where you're sitting on it for a week. Right. Two weeks, month, whatever the timeline is. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, okay, this didn't work. And I'm going to look at it in this perspective. Right. Or I'm going to ask for help right. or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know? Because there's also a fine line between like love and fear too. Yeah. I mean, you know? Abby, I want to know like what it means to, because we keep talking about love, right? What does it mean to love unconditionally? Ah. <laughs> 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 I um, got her. I mean, like, you want my definition of it? Sure. Um, ah, uh, m- oh, God. I feel like unconditional love is, like, the choice. Ah, shit. I don't know how I want to put this in words. Like, Well, put it to, in words, and then we could re- I guess, like, switch it, change it, rearrange it. Kind of, like, no matter what. And with, like, to me, it's, like, no matter what you do or no matter the circumstances, like, still love and that doesn't mean condone it just means love anyway yeah like i'm a big believer in 
no matter what, I will still love you mm. because like I understand people only operate at the level of what they know and what they think is best and what they um know how to do. Yeah. Um and just because of that, it's not about me. You know, it's about them. Nobody ever makes a decision based off another person. People only make decisions based off of themselves, how right. it's going to serve them, what's going to happen to them, all of that. Um, so I guess unconditional love to me is just like honoring and seeing people for who they are and choosing to accept them. Yeah. No matter what face they decide to show you, because... Again, for me, it's not about you. If I decide to show you this face, it's not about you. It's about the face that I felt like putting on today. Right. So it's like, okay, so if that's who you decide to show up to be, I'm going to love that. I'm going to hear you. I'm going to see you. I want you to feel heard and I want you to feel loved and accepted. But that doesn't mean I'm going to invite you for coffee or that doesn't mean I'm going to invite you over for dinner or that doesn't mean that I'm going to spend my time with you. It just means that I see that, you know, I'm not again condoning it right and i'm not going to bring it into my life but know you were seen yep and i love that (laughs) you know like i openly accept that and it's interesting because like sometimes it's a big pill to swallow yeah it is it's it is it's a lot fucking easier said than done but like if we don't have some understanding acceptance and love in the world i mean like are we going to get any better? <laughs> Truth. <laughs> and like understanding. Um, you know, I just went through a recent situation that I, w- you know, as much as I want to be like, no, never again. Like, I can't do that because it's like, I also want to understand like, well, why'd you do that? Yeah. Like, and I also understand that it's not about me. <laughs> like, I just don't take it personally. Like, I know that it's about you and you, I want, everybody will act in their own selfish way because like, that's what we do best. And that's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. Like you want to take care of yourself. You should take care of yourself first. And whenever we take those actions, sometimes, you know, it does have consequences of possibly hurting somebody. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it didn't hurt me because it fucking did. And we cried about it and it's great, but it's all good now. Yeah. But, um, I know that, again, it's not about me, and I choose to love them anyway, because it's like, why, why? Why spread more negativity and hate in the world? There's enough of it. Yeah, I agree. And I don't believe that people should be defined by one decision or one or a few bad mistakes call. yeah or one bad call like shit man if that actually happened we would be getting nowhere we'd all be canceled exactly that's what i mean like and you know y'all might hate me for saying that but like it is just, that's just like what i believe and what i like find true i wouldn't want somebody to like judge me on one mistake or um never talk to me again for one mistake everybody wants to be forgiven if they know that something messed up right so why in the hell would I not, like, agree with that and take that stance? I wouldn't want someone to do it to me. I don't want to do it to them. Exactly. Anyway, that was a big rant. <laughs> no, I, I'm obsessed. I loved, I loved all of it. Oh. And it's, it's difficult because, like you said, it's hard taking the higher ground. It's, yeah, I'm it's short. It's <laughs> tall up there. Jesus Christ. Her sh- legs are short. Yeah. She has to take I'm double the amount of this steps. shit. I gotta like jump. When I say jump, you say how high. Uh, to the high road. Fuck, man. I get it. <laughs> you know, but it's it's interesting at times where you find yourself in these situations. But I also can see where it's refreshing coming out on the other side and being like, I stood my ground. I said what I need to say. I know who I am as a person mm-hmm. and you're accepting the fact that the only person that you have you're in control of is yourself and you're pleased with how you handled the situation. Mm-hmm. Like oh, uh, honestly, yeah. that's like the biggest reward mm-hmm. in a sense, because it's like you said, like you can love them from afar, but it doesn't mean that like we're kikiing. Oh yeah. Like that's not, it's not happening. Yeah, love you, know? you, but you can stay over there. Exactly. <laughs> I will love you from 25 miles if away. If I love, I, I guess I should be like, you know, I wish you the best. I do. 
Yeah. I wish you the best. I am rooting for you. And that that is a way that I can still love. Yeah. You know? It's it's a moment where we're all learning. Oh, I'm a fucking man. And this the, and here's the thing, my answer to this might change next week. Oh, absolutely. Because we're always growing in all of this. And that's evolving. warranted too. Like that's right. a, that's all totally all right. And because we're understanding that we are just evolving people. Oh my gosh, all literally all the time. Like lit- but by like next month we might have completely different outlooks. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, totally. I I can totally foresee that happening. And you know, I don't know what the correct definition of unconditional love is. I don't know what the definition of love is. Those were the best words that I could come up with. Yeah. So if somebody else has really better words, you should uh, hit me up. Um, But, like, it's different for everybody. And, you know, it only feeds the ego. Mm-hmm. Because I believe unconditional love. And if you're really fueled by love, you're not looking for anything in return. Totally. And if you are looking for something in return, you need to reassess. See, that's where I, in regards to like my definition of unconditional love, you, you kind of got it right on the head. It's doing something, not expecting anything, anything back, like anything back. It's like, like say Abby like loves cookies, like a certain cookie. And I'm like, I know she loves these cookies and I'm going to buy her these cookies just because I want to buy them. Like, it's just, that's a situation where I'm not expecting anything in return. Or if we want to like get really, really heavy, say like Abby fucked me over so poorly, like so, 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 so bad. And we're having a conversation and we're, we're trying to make me end to end essentially. And it's a moment where I'm like, I love you anyways. Yeah. I love you anyways. I'm not. And also, I'm not expecting, let's say, an apology. I'm not expecting you to forgive me. I'm not expecting anything. It's just like you belong here and we belong in this moment and I'm going to fight for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's um, we're all in the same boat. You know, we have to We're all in the same sinking boat. Exactly. So like if like we all are trying to save the boat. So like let's help each other out as we're here in this ship. Wow. You know? Um, Period. You know? Hand me the bucket. I'm going to try to get all the water out of the ship, too. You know what I mean? Like, let's work together. Yeah, give me some wood. I'll see what I can do with the boat. Oh. Catch <laughs> it up. <laughs> well, on that note, I feel like this is a great, like, food for thought situation. Yeah. And um, shall we close with a moment of gratitude? Yeah. yeah, I think there was something else I wanted to say about like. Oh my God, no, go for it. Like we not expecting close if, anything. If we're not ready to close, like that's well, not like close. because I had like had a conversation with somebody the like I don't even know a few weeks ago, but he was like I'm a life coach, and um and then he proceeded to basically tell me that like I help people and people are gonna take advantage of me because I help them and I'm like but it's not like that because like I'm always gonna extend my hand Mm. or I'm always going to open the door and if you choose not to walk through it or choose not to take my hand I'm not fucking offended right you know like I'm not mad about it and I'm not I don't feel taken advantage of or if you decide to grab my hand and and pull me down or like trip you know I was prepared right I'm not I didn't I didn't do it all of that I was over here being like Abby uh, but what if they and to hear that you're now saying oh if they're going to take advantage of me oh I'm fully prepared I'm prepared like I got uh, I got my utility belt on yeah like I am not taken off guard because I know full well that people might take advantage of that but I'm prepared. And I will still willingly do it because be prepared. <laughs> literally like full scar moment because I, I know that not everybody has the same outlook as me, Right. but I will always open the door. And if you decide to walk through it or if you decide to push me through it, I'm prepared for you to do that because I know I'm taking a risk by putting my hand out. Period. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And that's okay because I'm doing it from a place of actually wanting to help you. Love. 
I'm doing it from a place of love. Yep. And I'm not expecting anything in return. I'm actually expecting you to fuck me over. So when you don't and you come through, I'm pleasantly surprised. It's the cherry on top. <laughs> it is the cherry on top. It's the vegan cream cheese on top of the the delicious protein loaf that we had before this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so mad we didn't have like Cool Whip or something. I was like, oh god damn it. Okay, first of all, where did you get that? Because it was the um, cream cheese. No, well, oh, oh, the, the, the loaf. loaf. Oh my god, Green Bites. What's Green Bites? Um, uh, it's literally just like an ad I found on Instagram. It's literally called Green Bites. Oh, Co. oh, oh yes, uh, yes, they're a company yeah. in Florida. Oh, they literally shipped that box to me from Florida. So, um, Green Bites, if you want to sponsor us, just yeah. like let us know. Yeah, for real. Because we will <laughs> eat all your food and tell everyone about it and how phenomenal it is. It is really good. I I I was very 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 happy about oh you today. It was fantastic. We there's like cinnamon rolls in there too. Oh my god, yeah, no. We should do like a whole video taste test. <laughs> are we doing a are we doing a haul? A little mukbang? <gasps> That'd be fun. I'm anyway. down for it. Anyways. So, you want your moment of gratitude. Let's do that. You're I just had to put that out there. Like no, I'm aware that people can take advantage of it, but like it doesn't bother me because I do it from love. And oh, I absolutely. wouldn't do it if I wasn't prepared. And I think that's the biggest takeaway. It's like doing it because you want to. <gasps> Hashtag full circle. Hashtag do it, but be pre- be prepared. Kind of like earlier when we were talking about like beyond. Yeah. Like go to these events, but also be prepared. Be prepared. Like when we have this gig on Friday, we're going to do it, but we're going to know oh, our we're exits. Gonna, we're going to have a ball. We're going to know where security is. Oh, we're, yeah. We're going to know where is the best place to make sure that everyone's safe. Oh, yeah. That we're safe. You exactly. know, it's, it's just, it's that, and that's the fine line. It's you're fearful, but love is still the writing factor. You have to love the preparation. Yeah. It's learning yeah. to love that process. Yeah, exactly. It's learning to like, it's kind of like when they say like, you're uncomfortable. Yeah. It, you need to learn how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, that's where we find growth. That's where we find development. Yeah. So what are you grateful for Q? Uh, I, you know what? I feel like I always answer the question first. So okay. you're going to answer the question first because I know what I'm grateful for. Okay, great. Um, I am grateful for just like clarity. I feel like clarity has Preach. really come up in the past like day or two. Yeah. Just being a little bit more clear about like um, just like where I'm at, you know. After that, that whole event at like Beyond, and then reading this fucking book, which is mm-hmm. getting in my head, but it's fine. <laughs> Have my, you finished like, the book? N- no. Finish the book. Oh my god, there's so many chapters. I usually try to read a chapter a day. You read for me, okay? <laughs> You're reading for the two of us. Um, but yeah, just like getting more clarity about just moving through that energy, and yeah, just rehearsals are coming up, and yeah, they are. Yeah. You got big plans so coming up, baby. Mm-hmm. You're what? You so leave July 8th? I leave the on the 5th. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know when she leaves. No, you don't. <laughs> Shut your whore mouth. The 5th at r- really, really early in the morning. Do you have a ride to the airport? I was just going to Uber. I love that we're having this conversation <laughs> over the mics. Uh, yeah, on the podcast. <laughs> okay, we're going to discuss when you're flying, and I'll see if... You're not going to want to take me to the airport. Is it like five in the morning? Yeah. I'll need to be there at like... Three? I don't know. Something like that. What? Anyway, what are you grateful for, (laughs) Q? (laughs) What I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for many things. So I'm going to try and narrow it down to maybe two. I'm really, really grateful for my friends. Um, This is like a tie back to like episode one where, you know... Growing up, I never felt like I had friends. I never felt like I had a community. I never, like I did, but it was always like, these weren't people that I didn't feel like could be my life. You know, they weren't people that really cared. Like when I was at the dance studio, it's like, these were my dance friends. And then when I was at school, like these are my school friends. But it was never a situation where like, we carried conversation and we made plans and we did the, don't get me wrong. We were children. Yes. I'm fully aware that the range in which we could hang out and socialize are limited and skewed, but like being at university and like having one best friend, like that was like, great. I'm satisfied. Like I'm happy. And it's one of those things where like I am creating so many great quality friends 
in the dance community, in the circus community. And it's, it's just nice knowing that in no matter what situation I'm in, I kind of always have someone in my corner, like rooting for me. Um, kind of going back to like this audition that I just had. And like, I had people rooting for me, whether they were auditioning themselves or they were a part of the panel or, you know, from afar that they just heard, you know, like, Oh my God, I heard that you did so well at this, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm rooting for you. And it's like, that's so unwarranted. Like I wasn't expecting that. I didn't ask for it. And they were just like unconditionally loving the situation. And I'm very, very happy about it. You know, I have another audition coming up soon. Um, and I just have friends that are just so supportive. Like they're like, you got this, like this, you got it in the bag and you know, they're willing to help me out and just making sure that I have the utmost preparation. Exactly. And for it to just come off so seamless and effortless. And I'm really grateful for the people in my life, my friends right now. Um, shout out to my friends. Shout out to y'all. You, you know who you are. I love you to pieces. Um, and I want to say the second thing that I'm grateful for. Honestly, I'm piggybacking off of you is the clarity. Like it's, it's this understanding that this this whole time that I felt like I wasn't able to be proud of what I'm doing and to be able to talk about what I'm doing and to be able to share what I'm doing, being fearful and being like, oh, it's going to come off as cockiness or being boastful or like no one wants to hear your news. Um, and it circles back to like the friend situation where like people want to hear, people like want to be supportive, people want to talk about it they want to talk with you about it they want to share it with other people like it's just one of these things where the sense of clarity in regards to i know who i am as a person mm. and the friends and the people that i've created in my life are supporting of that so it's like i have this clarity of if you think that i'm being cocky that's on you girl because i'm not being cocky i'm well, not yeah, i'm I mean, not being boastful i'm not yeah you know tooting my own horn sort of say so I think my friends and clarity are like top dollar gratitude moments in this moment. Oh, I love that. I love that too. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, we're intrigued to receive some questions from y'all because um, sometimes it's like interesting to get other people's input. And yeah. like concerns or questions, comments, And maybe in the next episode or two, we'll have uh, somebody on our podcast. Shut up. I love that idea. Let's do it. Do we know who? Not yet. Oh, okay. More to come. <laughs> More to come. But uh, we love you guys, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.